Welcome to the Evolve with Nicolette podcast. I'm Nicolette. I'm a small business owner, wife, and mom. As I'm on my own journey of healing through this process, I've been inspired to encourage a healthy, positive mindset for women and men everywhere. Here, as you will hear my own journey of growth, I will also feature people that are inspiring their communities through health, wellness, and business. I am so excited and so extremely grateful you've decided to press play today. Now let's get started. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my release and renew workshop. It is my absolute first workshop I have ever hosted. And I talk about um, everything leading up into that event and how nervous I was. um, But yet that everything turned out absolutely beautiful. Uh, This is officially my first episode of 2020 with just me. I know how I had that awesome convo with my friend Caesar, and I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, this one's going to be talking about my events. And if you're interested in any of my events, um, upcoming events, please, please, please follow me on Instagram at Evolve Nicolette. Um, that's where all the current info on everything I'm doing um, is. And um, this is going to be such a cool episode just because I just talk about all the things that I was going through up until the day of my workshop and all the amazing ladies that I met that day and hopefully um, impacted and planting a seed. Uh, we definitely did lots of releasing and lots of renewal with intention setting. And it was such a great first um, workshop. And I just want to say that we all start from zero one point or another and you just got to take that first step on the things that you want to do in your life and um last saturday was me taking my first step and leaning into everything that was uncomfortable um leaning and everything that was unknown and it was um the outcome was absolutely beautiful so here's the next episode Hello everyone, I am so excited um, to be talking about today's topic, which is basically a review on the workshop I had in San Pedro, California last Saturday. Um, I was beyond nervous, beyond. Um, this time last week, I was basically basically shitting my pants, like all week, for up until, like, even when I first told Sandy, the owner of the shop, um, Rustic Charm and Petals in San Pedro. Um, I think I asked her, I mean, back in October or September. Um, that's when I met her. She reached out. She wanted to like talk with me and just chat, pick my brain, um, just meet up. Um, and we had an awesome conversation. Uh, we learned a lot about each other. And um, ended up forming like, you know, like a relationship. And then from then on, uh, we did a photo shoot. She did a photo shoot um, with the Mason Bar, uh, Mason Bar Company. I'm going to tag them. I hate that I forget. I know their name. Um, She had a photo shoot with them and the beautiful Naya Nabayan was a photographer. And they used one of my books in the photo shoot as a prop. So that's how I got... Um, introduced um, to like that group and that beautiful group of um, strong women and um, so that's how 
um, Sandy and I first met. And we met and chatted. That was awesome. They did the photo shoot. That was great. And then I, um, then we talked about having her put Lush Paper Books, Shabby Stacks in her store. And that was, I mean, an absolute dream because I never thought I could have my books even in a brick and mortar. So that was, you know, an awesome opportunity. I'm so thankful. And currently that's the only store that carries um, Lush Paper, Shabby Stacks, other than my Etsy shop online. So that's amazing. So I, when I went to go drop off all the books that she had ordered, um, I asked, like, hey, I've been really having this nagging feeling that I want to do a workshop. And she had already been doing like her own floral workshops in her store and um, does a lot of those throughout the year. So I just knew that she was already set up for that type of thing anyways. And she was telling me that, yeah, we could have people here. We could have do this. We could have a table. You know, she's telling me that we could even have people outside. And I was like, ah, I don't even know, like, you know, how many people would show up. So I was like, okay, I think we're going to shoot for 10, keep it intimate and do whatever. So that was the first step for me to even get to that step of asking her to be the venue for my first workshop was nerve wracking in itself because I was like, who do I think I am? Like, I'm not like a teacher. I don't think, you know, in my mind, I don't think I'm a mentor. If anything, like I'm a big sister, but that's just how I am. That's how I'm built. That's what I'm made up of. That's how I was raised. Like I was, I just always have um, this big mama, big sister type nurturing um, personality. That's just how I am. Like that. I'm just like compassionate in that way. Um, but I definitely would not call myself, um, a teacher, but I had this nagging feeling since I would say about March, 2019, that I'm like being called to do something and I don't know what it is, but all I know is that I just want to help. And I could not tell you what, but I was really doing lots of meditation, lots of visualization, lots of um, setting the intention of calling into my life. Like, I know there's a reason why I'm having these feelings and I'm open to receive whatever ideas come my way, you know? So whenever you feel like you um, have those urges, like those bright ideas, those um, things that you cannot stop thinking about, but they're deep down inside, there's a voice that's talking to you from your soul that's like, hey, this is what you need to talk to. And it like comes in ever so often and reminds you like, hey, this is great. This sounds like a great idea. You will never know if it will be a success or a failure until you actually do it. So I really led, like really leaned into that and, you know, took that first step to ask Sandy. I wanted to throw up, you know what I mean? And I did it in front of my mom. And I think my mom even back then had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. So for her to, um, you know, it was just, it was a lot, right? So I was excited. I was glad. And then it took me forever to make the flyer. And it was just like this big old lag process. And it was basically because I was just, my limiting beliefs were just so damn loud in my brain. Like they were the voices of the limiting beliefs Oof. And nobody places them there. Like that is one of the things I did learn this year is that nobody puts those roadblocks in your way 
especially the ones that are in your mind, like we made that shit up ourselves because either we were conditioned that way, we were programmed that way. Those were, you know, the limiting beliefs of people around us, um, the negativity, the self-doubt, like all those things. And it's normal. It's not anything to blame anyone about. Uh, but it's, you know, as long as you acknowledge that you have those feelings, but then bring it all the way back together, like, hey, and your inner, inner self, your highest self fucking breaks out amongst all those noises in your brain and in your head and your mind, whatever it is, and just tells everything to shut the fuck up. Like we got this, you know what I mean? So I really led into that and I made the flyer super excited because then at that time too, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to teach. All at that time, I was still, you know, I started a self-healing journey back this time last year in January. I started actually in December 28th when I relaunched Lush Paper and that ended up leading me into this whole journey of clearing all my baggage. And then I came up, I don't know, I was like lying in bed And I just had this like release and renew. Like that's what all this journey was for me was that I was just releasing all my baggage and all the damn luggage I carry around, which and then in one of my luggages is grief. One of my luggages is trauma. One is it one of it is anger. I have I had a lot of luggage I was carrying around in my life. Um And I was processing and still am and probably still will be processing all of that baggage for years to come, you know, but I knew how to self start and I wanted women to stop being in that fog because I know a lot of us are even men too. Um, Me and my husband talk about that a lot is about the shit that we carry around that are from years ago, but we cannot, we don't know how to process it because we weren't taught, you know, we were not taught how to cope because our our mothers, our parents were not taught how to cope with that. And definitely, you know, their parents before them, our grandparents were not taught how to cope. You know what I mean? Um, So I just wanted to teach people how to be aware. I think definitely that's what came across in my workshop last Saturday and was that I just wanted women to just get on the bus of awareness and to be in tune that they can self-heal. And granted, I I believe in therapy. I believe in psychologists and uh, psychiatrists. And um, I believe in mental health and helping and acknowledging that it's a problem um, and not even that it's a problem, but that it's something that is that needs to be dealt with, right? And a lot of people have severe cases, and a lot of people, it's it's just by the person, you know what I'm saying? And um, but, you know, myself taking obviously this is a journey that I have started on my own, and because I don't have the leisure or the um, the resources right now to go to a therapist, I would love to and start to go want, go to one um, sometime soon. And I'll be trying to work on that sometime this year. Um, I just had to do the work on my own. And you could do, you could start so much by just journaling and talking. And this podcast was actually the start of that. And one of the things um, that I just wanted to let women know is that we could start doing this and you are totally impact. You can be, uh, you could be this person that just lets go of all this shit that's in your life. 
Like that is possible. You don't have to be carrying all this crap in your life. You don't, you know, it doesn't need to be lingering and it doesn't need to be like sitting there. Um, and it's just cause it's not normal to like, let stuff go. Like, it's just a lot of people just say, Oh, like, let it go. Forget about it. No, but you have to actually process and go walk through the pain, acknowledge it, walk through it. And then it starts to let go on its own because you're not feeling as stressed or as pained or as sad as you were with not even trying to touch whatever it was like in your system, you know? from God knows how long you've been holding it on, how long you've been holding on to an incident or a memory or something that has happened to you or um, someone passing away. You know, like I explained to the women on Saturday that I was walking around with my brother's death for 20 years and I barely started letting that go. I don't have to necessarily let go of the memory of my brother but I definitely can let go of that pain and that trauma that came with his death. You know, I don't have to hold on to that to remember who he was. He'll always be an everyday part of my life. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think of him, you know. And on top of that, all the other deaths that happened to me when I was, you know, from the age of eight to the age of 15, right? Like all the death I experienced in between then. Um, so... That was just a nagging feeling and I wanted to just help women just get on that path. And then obviously it is the beginning of the of the year. So everybody is always the most motivated, right, in the month of January. And I just wanted to capitalize on that feeling that a lot of us, a lot of us have. We're just human. We're we're built in a way that we can um, restart. Right. And. Um, and I did it on a very potent day, which was one eleven twenty twenty, and that's just an angel number one eleven. Uh, we'll get into angel numbers like someday. You could Google that shit, and uh, repeating numbers have meanings, and I'm all into that. I even have my kids always recognizing um, repeating numbers and angel numbers, like on the freeway or whatever. So I just chose such a great day, and I'm so glad it ended up on a Saturday. But I must tell you, leading up until this event, um, I had been promoting it from after Thanksgiving all through December. And I have to tell you that I was wanting to quit every single day. Like I felt like I bit off more than I could chew. I did not know what I was going to talk about. Like I like I was crippled by the anxiety of this event. And I just felt like, oh my God, I feel so depressed. And I, and I must say that um, the holidays was great. It was a great time. I had an awesome time. I was very present with my kids, very present time with my husband. But a lot of things were going on that I just cannot wait to like eventually one day divulge and tell you guys like what has been happening the last couple of years. But, um, one of those things is just that the stress of the holidays really got, uh, really affected me on top of this event. And I must tell you, I did not have one single, uh, paid seat until after Christmas. So imagine talking about an event that you're just so excited about, but like nobody was buying anything, but I had to always psych myself out. Like, it's okay. 
I'm going to, I'm going to sell out all 10 seats by the end of, by, by the week of the event. But it's, it's, um, nerve wracking. I have this commitment to Sandy, who is a brand new relationship in my life. And I didn't want to disappoint her. It doesn't matter that like, um, you know, it matters totally about the women that are coming, but for her, this is also her place of business. So I financially, was it smart for, you know, um, for her to only do it for a little bit of people. And, you know, I was just, I wanted to have, I was so stressed on getting people in the seats. And then, um, then the new year comes around and then I'm starting to get a little bit more, um, input, I mean, feedback and inquiries about my workshops. I'm like, here we go. I said, this was going to happen. People are going to start wanting, they're really gung-ho about their New Year's resolutions and, um, you know, their goals and setting intentions and all that stuff. And so this, I'm going to do it and I cannot wait. So it was very stressful, I must say, um, about that part. And I worked myself up, especially those first, those first two weeks of January up until that Saturday. I just wanted to do good, you know. I have been dreaming about this and it was a nagging feeling. It was some, it was, uh, inspired action that I really did take action on and actually lean into, um, something that was so uncomfortable and something so scary for me to even believe that I could lead, um, a workshop on, re- um, releasing and starting se- your self healing journey and focusing on self care and, doing intention setting workshop, like that was, that was a big deal for me. And, um, I wanted to actually shout out my two girlfriends, um, Jennifer Funk and Anna, my big booty friends, I call them and I know they fucking hate it. They fucking giggle and they blush. Uh, but I just love them. And I, like, I say that in the biggest, with all the love in my heart, um, I've been friends with J Funk for whew, as long as I've been with my husband. Like she was one of my first girlfriends in this big old group of friends. I have been friends for a long time, um, and um, I feel like I'm her little sister. You know what I mean? She always looks out for me, and uh, we've been through a lot. And um, I cried when she, when her and Anna hit me up to get a ticket and I legit cried like because they were the actually the first two they don't even know but they were the first two that actually purchased tickets and um that makes me emotional because you know uh I you know it just makes me feel so loved how about that like I I just feel so honored that they would even want to come and give their girl a shot like I know I'm crazy I'm loud you know, I've been doing this and I don't know how, you know, people always say that they're supportive, but, uh, you know, my friends, especially cause I asked them to like repost things for me just so I could get a little bit more eyes on things that I'm doing. Um, but like, m- like my core group of friends, like my very few girlfriends, like, like they know who they are. They're the ones who are like cheering me on, like through my text messages, when they see me, they're excited for me and I could genuinely feel um, you know, that they love me and they care and they just want to see me do well, right? Like I feel no hate, no judgment from any of them. And I'm just so blessed that I have that type of tribe. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that my girlfriends, 
um, you know, gave me their hard-earned money to, like, contribute and, you know, buy a seat on my workshop. Like, that meant so much to me, and I fucking love, um, you know, I fucking love them. And, um, and also, too, um, me and my friend Anna, we've been through a lot, you know. We did not have a great start to our friendship, and I'm just so proud of us and the growth over the years, um, it's just really big of us, you know, like we're very, uh, we're very strong to have gone through what we've been through and to be here now and to see her at the end of the table with her son, a baby that was prayed for, for a long time, but not just by her and her husband, but by our whole friend group, you know, um, and for a baby that was prayed for and not just that, but he represents, you know, somebody in heaven, a friend of ours, Noe, and he's named after him. And just her being there, the both of them being there signified so much for me. And the fact that even just came for a little bit, like, I don't even care. Like, I just love them so much for coming. And my girl group is just so strong. And I just appreciate every single one of them. And even though there's there's a lot more that wish they could have came. I know people had things to do like, bro, like just the fact that you guys even like text me, you guys, you know, ask me about it. You repost my podcast uh, episodes. You guys share my shit like on Instagram, like you guys share my stuff on Facebook. Like you guys ride for me. Like I love I love that so much. And I don't think you guys understand like how much that means to me. And I just I don't want to cry. Uh, but I love you guys so much. And my girl, my my girlfriends are the absolute best. And then that goes on to my best friend, Shaw. Like, I mean, if I'm going to break down in front of anybody, it's going to be Shaw. And Shaw is my best friend. Um, and I've told her, like, how nervous I've been. And, I mean, for someone to, like, just pick me up from the limiting beliefs and the self-doubt hole that I that I did for myself like I dug this big asshole big black hole of self-doubt Shaw's the one that has brought me out of it time and time again throughout our 20-year relationship and I just appreciate her so much and she just knows how I she knows that it's so hard for me to ask for help that she just already knows that like hey I'm gonna help you with this what do you want what do you, you know what do you need and I'm just so blessed to have her in my life. Um, She's not, you know, she's more than my best friend. She's like a sister, my soul sister. I always call her. And I just, I'm just so appreciative of my friends showing up for me, you know? So having, you know, Jay, Anna, and Shaw at the end of the table looking back at me, it was just so surreal. And to tell you the truth, I hardly looked at them because it was hard, you know, like, I don't want to disappoint my friends. I don't want to, you know, if anybody that I don't want to disappoint is definitely not going to be, you know, I don't want to disappoint my friends or my family. Um, cause they mean that much to me. They're that important. And I know that, um, I know that they love me and support me and it just means so much. And then, then after Anna and Jay, Jay Funk bought their tickets, this three pack of girlfriends bought tickets and made it a girlfriend type thing. And, I, we were actually in Vegas over the new year and I literally cried when the Venmo came through for them to reserve their seats and I cried over my buffalo wings and my burger (laughs) 
And I like dove into my husband's chest like, oh, my God, this is so real. You know, Um, I have five seats paid for this workshop. And that is insane and so intense. You know, like this. I haven't felt that overwhelming feeling of like tears, you know, since my kids were born and since I got proposed to like that was like the tears just like came out on their own. (laughs) And I just knew from then on, like, this is it. Like, this is happening. I'm not quitting. I can't do it. You know, I can't cancel now. Like, I have five seats paid. We just need to get these other five taken up, you know. And uh, my friend Priscilla, my photographer, was a big motivating factor behind, you know, I, you know, pumping me up. You know, sometimes it's hard. You got to check on your strong friends, too. And I know that I'm super strong and I... And I, you know, I basically try to pump everybody up like every day, like weekly um, with my posts, with my podcast, like whatever it is, my stories on Instagram and all this stuff. But, you know, sometimes like I like I need to be gassed up, too. You know, I need to be pumped up, too, just to put the fire under my ass to get going. And Priscilla really did that. We went out to dinner and um She's she's like, bitch, we're doing this. Like, you're doing this. Like, we we're doing this and you need to get it together, you know? And, you know, she was going to ride with me to the event. And it was just, I'm just so blessed to have her in my life because I have all these beautiful pictures and video from my first workshop ever. And that was one of the things that I was telling the ladies on the day of the workshop that, like, everybody starts from zero at one point or another, Um, unless, you know, you're very, um, blessed in a way where people are able to hand you things, but most of us need to work for it. And a lot of us start at zero and a lot of us start with zero followers, zero viewers, zero customers, and you just need to fucking press on the gas and go and you'll figure it out along the way. And that's basically what I did with this whole workshop was figure it out because I had to, you know what I mean? Like I'd made the commitment. I said I was going to do this and let's go do it. You know, I knew that I was meant to do these types of things. Um, and, and I, I love that I have these pictures and video that I'm able to look back at. And I just am so indebted to Priscilla for that. And I always like, I tell her like, man, there's going to be one day where you're going to be photographing me in front of 10,000 women and I'm going to look back at you and we're going to know that this is the, the the first day of the rest of my life, you know, because I'm addicted to helping other women to fucking feel good in their life and not just women, but like the whole human race, you know what I mean? Like men, women, children, like I just want to help everybody feel better. I'm not trying to fucking promise you the moons and the stars. You can get that shit. You know what I mean? But first we need to fucking feel good. And I just knew that I was meant to do this type of thing. And it was even more real throughout the event because I wrote so much. I was so nervous to to like bomb this event. Like for women, like for the people at the event to not respond and to not have a good time. Like I just wanted the atmosphere to be good. And I wanted, you know, the interaction between me and them to be good. I, that's why I even chose to sit down at the same level as them because I don't want them to feel like 
I'm being, I'm being um, teachy. Like, I didn't really want to do that. I've said, I wanted to look like as one of their girlfriends that's teaching them. You know, like, hey, this is just the fucking um, knowledge that I have. And I just want to pass that on to you. You know, I wanted to feel that effortless. Like I do my, you know, the people who I have on my podcast. Like, I don't ever call them interviews. I call them conversations. Like, let's just have a conversation and let's just record it, you know? Uh, I want it to be effortless. I want it to be like if me and you were at a coffee shop and just be talking. That's exactly how I wanted my workshops to go. I don't want it to feel like school. Everybody hates school. And well, most of us. And I don't want it to feel like, oh, I'm a teacher and here you're the student. You're less than. No, we're all equal. And that's why I wanted to sit parallel to them and just connect with them, you know, at the same eye level and I prepared so much, like I had so many notes, so many activities to do with them, and it flowed so well, and I almost like just stopped looking at my notes, like, and right there, I knew that as soon as I got comfortable in that chair, I was like, oh shit, this feels good, and this feels so right, (laughs) and I'm just so blessed because I was able to put 10 butts in those chairs and our seven I think it was a total of seven seven and then total 10 total with like Sandy and my mom and Shaw and Priscilla that was 10 women in the building and I just um I envisioned that day and it was better than what I dreamt of you know I even lost sleep I was so excited that whole week like I could not sleep I just wanted to work on my notes and what we were gonna do and uh, it was so good and I just can't believe how much self-doubt I was dealing with I legit was so um so high off of that workshop and even Priscilla called it she's like the meet the convo of us in the car before the workshop versus the convo in the car after the workshop is going to be so dramatically different dramatically different um and it was I was legit emotionally exhausted because I legit gave them everything I had like I gave the best Nico ever that morning and left it all there for them to just process and the smiles on their faces and the tears that day it was awesome and I must say I like gained new friends and new relationships and they'll forever be the first group of girls that I have ever had a workshop with and I'll never forget I'll never forget the things that we talked about, things that were so moving and so deep and so painful, you know, because we were releasing legit a lot of bad shit that we've been carrying around with us. And what led me to this workshop was I watched the documentary Made for More um, by Rachel Hollis, and it's available on Prime, on Prime Video, on Amazon. So you could get it on your smart TV if you have an Amazon Prime account. And I bet you, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you could, you know, get it for seven days for free. You know, um, I would totally recommend watching that documentary. And from that documentary, I knew that I had to do something to do my part. You know, um, and basically this idea 
was rooted from that movie that I watched. And one of the things that broke me down so bad in the movie was she has during her conferences, um, a stand for your sister. And she lists all these most painful experiences, all these things, and you fill them out and, um, you switch it with like your neighbor next to you and you toss it or like you, um, you're shuffling like all these papers amongst all these women in an arena full of women. And so eventually your paper is with somebody else. God knows where, and they're nameless and you totally, um, you totally stand up for your sister. So like the person, um, all of the things that were checked on the list, like you're going to stand up for her with, you know, things like I have been raped. I lost a child. I don't feel beautiful. My body's ugly. You know, like the most saddest, darkest things that we think in our minds or we have experienced you, your sister was standing up for you. So I did a play on that during my workshop where it was a speak for your sister. And I told them to write down one thing that they would like to let go today. The one thing that they have not told a soul, the one thing that that hurts them deep down dark inside. And we had a fucking release in that moment. And I just knew that if these women can trust me enough and feel so safe with me, like I am meant to do this with other women and men as well. And I just felt so honored that they, these women came to my event and that they released these things in front of me and amongst their sisters and not just, but like, they're speaking for their sisters, you know, because I had them shuffle their papers. And so nobody really knew whose papers was who. And it was so powerful, yet so painful, right? But yet so powerful because we did it for each other. And I was so proud of them. And I just felt in that moment, like this is so needed in our communities. Uh, we need this for women everywhere, there needs to be a women's coalition fucking in every community. You know what I mean? And I just feel like I'm doing my part um, with my community. And um, after that hard first hour, Miss Sandy spoke and gave us an awesome motivational talk telling us about her journey as a businesswoman and being a store owner and... Um, I just loved her speaking to them because we're, st- we were having our, my first workshop in her very own manifestation of one of her dreams. And, um, I just feel like when you are, when you are actually seeing something tangible, right? Because you always hear about manifestation, manifestation stories, and it's like, oh man, that's great. You know, good for you. But the fact that you're st- sitting in somebody's store that they did not know at one point how they were going to get it, but yet we are here, honey, that's so powerful and so moving, right? Because this lady dreamed it and we're right here sitting in it, in this beautiful curated store, right? 
And um, I just wanted to see that just having goals on paper can manifest into something beautiful like this. Whether or not you want to have be an entrepreneur, whether or not you want to be a business owner, you have business big goals or whatever. Um, same goes for having personal goals like buying a house and losing weight and getting healthy and changing your lifestyle or, you know, um, just goals like that. It does not necessarily always have to be money-oriented or business-oriented. It could definitely be personal goals that you have. And I just wanted them to see that with one woman's vision of what her future could look like actually manifested for her. And I thought that was just so powerful to have that. And um, we set intentions and, um, you know, it was just a beautiful day and... Um, I'm just so blessed that I was able to do it and able to host and I'm addicted now. (laughs) I'm addicted now and, um, I just cannot wait for the next one. And I probably am going to do one in spring sometime. Um, I would love to do one again in Pedro, uh, because that's just where I'm from. I'm from the Carson area, but that's the Harbor area just to begin with. Right. So San Pedro, um, Wilmington, Carson, Lomita, Harbor City, that area, Torrance, like that is like, that is where I'm from. You know what I mean? Like the SoCal Harbor area um, and doing it there just keeps me accessible to like the women in my community. Even though I live in Orange County, like I'm going to always go back home and do this shit for the city. You know what I mean? And I just cannot wait for the next one. I really hope and I know that more bodies will be in there. And one of the beautiful texts, I got a bunch of beautiful texts that day. Like, I mean, up until that event, like I legit got so much love. I was so overwhelmed. Um, it took me a while to actually text everybody back because I was just so emotionally spent. Um, so, cause I stressed myself out so much. So on the way home after the event, I mingled for a little bit with everybody. And then eventually we went home, me and Priscilla, and we were talking and I could just feel my body just coming down off of this, you know, the high of the anxiety and the energy and like the positivity, like I just felt so good, but I could feel my body getting so tired And I legit was like, I need to go home and I need to cry everything out, you know, because I wanted to stay grounded for everyone in the workshop because people were, you know, we were were having emotional purging and that was crying and not that we were all sobbing, but it was, you know, it's painful to talk about hard things. So some people were tearing up and and having a little bit of um, we were having a little bit of emotions come out and. Um, I wanted to stay grounded for them and know that I was the strong one in that moment because one of us had to be, you know what I mean? And uh, my girls did so good. Not everybody cried, but I wanted to cry. You know, I wanted to feel bad that some of these women felt like not good in their body or did not feel um, proud of themselves or they were going through so many emotional things and I wanted, I was crying deep inside. So I legit went home and I was like, I need to cry my eyes out for a good 20 minutes and not just cry my eyes out, but like happy tears also that I fucking did it. And I accomplished 
of goal for the new year and you know the the new year just started and I feel like I'm ahead of the game you know um and you know in my personal life and I just feel like I like this is the start the beginning of my start you know what I mean and I just I'm so excited and I just legit went home really did plop my ass on my bed and cried and I let my babies like crawl all over me we had tv time and movie time and I felt the meanest migraine come on. And it's because I worked myself into, um, I really put a lot of stress on myself and a lot of um, anxiety. And uh, I'm telling you, my, lim- my limiting beliefs were strong for a cool two months. So being emotionally strong to fight that off um, was tough. It's fucking work every day to do yourself healing, you know? And, um, I, I had to ring it all the way in and I was just, um, I slept and I just felt so good when I woke up, you know? Um, and I'm just so, um, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And one of my words, my intentions for this year is community. And I really felt in that moment that my community was starting and I am so excited and I can't wait to see what it looks like a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who reached out. Um, I didn't want to be one of those girls crying on Instagram, but I posted it because that shit's real. You know, it's part of my journey, me feeling nervous, me feeling the anxiety. I just want you guys to feel the real raw, um, parts of this journey it's not on instagram you only get a percentage one percent of what somebody's life looks like and i don't want it to look like i have it together all the time because i really don't and but to know that you're able to overcome that and get it all the way back together um you could have your breakdown honey but you need to get back up right and um I'm just so blessed and I'm so thankful for that experience. And I can't wait to have more workshops in the future. Um, I'm definitely going to be having one in spring. And at the Rustic Charm and Pedal Shop, um, Sandy gave me... I got, I'm got. i telling you, my phone was blowing up with the, me, the most beautiful messages. Um, people calling, texting, DMing me. My comments were, it was just so amazing. And I just want to thank so everybody, everybody who reached out. Um, I want to thank my husband for being my rock through all of this, telling me that I could fucking do it. And I'm just so thankful for him and my babies. You know, my babies were seeing mom working and working so hard on this workshop and um, thankful for all the beautiful ladies that came, I just, um, I'm so blessed for each and every one of you that came. And I just can't wait to see more people um, the following time, uh, the next time. So look out for the spring. Um, if you aren't yet following me on Instagram, please follow me, Evolve Nicolette. Um, and I appreciate you so much. And I'm so glad this is my basically my first uh, episode um, by myself, 2020. Um, it's going to be a sick ass year. And I just, I hope all you guys know that this is going to be the year where you are just going to be transforming your life into what the fuck you want it to look like. So get it together, honey, and just 
buckle that seatbelt. You're going to be good. You got this. If I'm able to get through this, if I'm able to overcome all the shit that I went through just in the first two weeks of this year, girl, we're going to be good. We're going to be so good. Um, and let's just keep on making big ass moves. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so thankful for every single one of you that press play today. Um, thank you so much. And I'm so glad this is the first episode of me reviewing my release and renew workshop. Um, it was a great experience and I can't wait to have more. So look out for that in, in the spring. I'm going to be dropping another episode next week. So keep a lookout for that. Um, I hope you guys have a blessed, blessed weekend, blessed rest of your week, rest of your month. Honey, I will be back next week. Thank you so much. Ah. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you love what you heard today, please rate and leave a review on iTunes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to keep the good stuff coming. For more inspiration and what I'm up to, please follow me on Instagram at Evolve Nicolette. Don't forget to tag me in your screenshots of the episodes you're listening to. Also, I do a happy dance every single time I get one and I love them so much. Thank you so much. See you on the next episode.